Hey all, and welcome in to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast, PP31. So very glad you're here. And today I'm doing a little happy dance in my recording studio because I'm a little more excited than usual. I'm always grateful and always glad when you guys decide to spend a little bit of your day with me, and I'm so very grateful for that. But today I'm doing happy dance because we are celebrating a pretty huge milestone. We are closing in on our one-year anniversary of beginning this podcast. Now, when I started, I hoped that 10 people would maybe listen and had all the worries and all the fears on how do I even get people to listen and will anybody even want to listen and do I even have something that would be beneficial to folks. As we close in on one year podcasting, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I also want to tell you that we're doing a new project. We're launching a new course, the Productivity and Proverbs 31 Bible Study. I mean, it's really the reason that I chose the title that I did for this podcast. This was a course that I just felt like the Lord gave to me. We wrote it together. He did the inspiration and I did the journaling. So I would love for you to be looking for that. Now, if you're not a member of our Facebook community, today's a great day to go over PP31. But if you type that in, you're not going to find it. It is the Productivity and Proverbs 31 community. I like to keep things simple over here. Everything's the same. So the new course is going to be Productivity and Proverbs 31. And then the Facebook group is Productivity and Proverbs 31 community. Great place to connect, ask questions, and share prayer requests and such. Okay, so the course is coming. Be looking for that. I am going to have promotions and challenges in the Facebook group. So I want you to make sure you do go over and join that. But today... I'm kind of exhausted, to be honest. I'm excited about all the new things that we're doing and the directions that we're going, but y'all, it's a lot of work. And not only that, but I have been on the road for months now. So I am just sharing with you from the spot of exhaustion and sharing with you six different ways that you can combat the overwhelm and the exhaustion and the burnout that you may or may not be feeling as a human, not just as a mom. I hope you'll take a hot minute with your favorite beverage and just breathe as you're listening. It'll be short, but hopefully it'll be potent. So grab your pen. Hey friends, Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, a messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is the staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. So is anybody else out there tired but me? I am just running on fumes these days. And as I was coming back from Mother's Day, where I traveled from where I live in Kentucky to North Carolina to be with my mom, to spend some time with her and be her caregiver, if you will, and giving my sisters a break, I'm driving home back through the mountains in a rainstorm, just feeling all the feels. Sad that I had to leave 
conflicted because I have so many things to do and my to-do agenda is longer than I am tall and actually trying to stay all the while trying to stay awake and just feeling tired in my bones. And it reminded me of those early days of being a mom when that was exactly how I felt all the time. Exhausted, worn out, frustrated, angry, um, disappointed in myself and my husband and my kids. Just all of those feelings that just sort of mount up and add on to that overall feeling of exhaustion and depression and lack of energy. So I'm going to share with you some things, some truths that I've learned through the years that I have not always appropriated well, but I have tried. And some tips that would hopefully help you manage your life so that you're not just living as a zombie. The first verse I have for you is Matthew 11:28. Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Is that not just a sweet and precious promise from the Lord. And that is my very first tip is to give all of your problems and this tiredness and all of the things to the Lord. Now we say we do that, particularly for Christians and we go to church. Isn't that a good little churchy thing to say? But the Lord promises us in eleven twenty eight that if we will come to him, if we will run to him, that he's a strong tower, give him our burdens. And that means all of the things. What is burdening you today? Your to-do list that's too long? the tragedies that are happening across America, infidelity of a spouse, addictions, internet liaisons and internet issues. We'll just let that sit right there. How about money? Stress about it and lack thereof. Addictions, sick kids, terminally ill kids, needing a plan, needing a, needing wisdom. All of the things that we have in our life that are legitimate because it is giving us stress and causing us concern. It is a burden. And it doesn't matter if your burden is small compared to someone else's burden. That doesn't lessen the fact that it is impacting your life. So my mental health tip there is, is to recognize and acknowledge that your burdens are there. Another verse I want to give you is Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. As we contemplate that verse, God is bigger than any problem that we ever have. What happens, though, is we put our focus on our problems and the enormity of us taking care of that problem rather than focusing on and being still in the presence of our holy God who enables us, who strengthens us, who gives us grace for each new day, who created the heavens and the earth, so certainly is bigger than any problem I'm going to bring to his feet. And it's also a comfort to know that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You find that in Proverbs 18, 24. He's for us, not against us. And in Romans 8, 31, it says, if God is for us, then who can be against us? So here's a little step, the little, the little process here in laying it down is taking it to the Lord in prayer. Literally, you can visualize putting it down. You're going to pray and you're going to put it down. Now, if you're like me, you're going to pick it up again because you feel like, oh, it's my job to solve it. I'm in control of this. If I don't do something to help God out, then we're not going to have an answer to this. Well, that is a lie from the enemy. I do not have to be in charge and control. I do not have to handle it. I can give my stress and anxiety to the Lord because that's where he promises peace. It's a fruit of the Spirit. So I'm going to encourage you to, number one, pray, understand the Lord is in control. You're not. And give your burdens to the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Number two, do find time for intentional rest. 
Did you hear how I slowed that down to say that? And you're like, well, yeah, if I had time for rest, I would not be tired. No, no, no. It's not what I said. Do find time for intentional rest. And intentional means you're going to focus on it. You're going to do something about it. You're not just going to hope it's going to happen. You're going to be intentional. So to do that, it means a couple of things. In this season of your life, it may mean you have to set your own bedtime, establish firm boundaries with your kids to get them into bed at a decent hour, even if it's the summer and they're running free. Bedtimes, that's important. And then you need to have some quality sleep, quality rest. Don't stay up burning your candle at both ends. You will be more productive if you're rested. Another way to be intentional is to turn off your screens. And I know that is anathema, but you know what? Your phone does not have to be on you 24-7. You do not have to be on all of the time-sucking social media sites that show you perfect people's lives, which are all curated, and brings all the problems of the world. So all of the things, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of the things, just cut them off. Shut them down, turn them off for a day, an hour, a season, a specific time in the night, or totally. Take time to read a good book. Enrich your mind. Grow yourself. Spend 20, 30 minutes with yourself reading a book. Double that up and get double the benefit by taking a good hot bubble bath. Sit on your porch with a glass of wine. Just breathe. Listen and look at nature. Watch the sunset. Actually appreciate where you are. Have good conversations with your significant other. And get rid of of all of the things that are an emotional drain. And that does include social media. It includes the news. It includes toxic relationships. It includes all of those things that suck the life out of you, that are depressing, that do not add to who you are as a person, but take away. So make some intentional time. Look at your life schedule. Where can you carve out time for yourself. And that also includes exercise and getting enough water. No, that's kind of basic, but it's so true. How frequently do we ignore our own needs and meet the needs of everybody else? You can't fill everybody's bucket if yours is empty and leaky. So you have to fill up your own bucket first before you can fill others. Number three, stop being a martyr and ask for help. Now that's a hard one for me. So my life mantra always used to be, oh no, I'm fine. I can do it. I'll do it myself. No worries. I can take care of it. Just let that phrase and phrases like that disappear from your vocabulary. Because if someone is offering you help, if they see that you have a need or they have extra time, if they're offering you help, don't see that as judgment on you not being enough or of you being less than, or of you not having skills and abilities. See it as the person wanting to help you from a place of genuine desire to just simply serve or to help you out. And I'm the queen, and I'll, uh, when I was a young mom, five kids, I was the queen of that. And I'll give you an example. I was nine months pregnant, fell down the stairs, and broke my foot. Still have issues with that little foot today, but I have five children. I'm on crutches and I'm in a cast up to my thigh from toes to thigh. And my sweet, kind, wonderful, incredible, and amazing neighbor comes across the street and asks if she could mop my floor. Could she vacuum and mop? I was mortified. 
I was like, oh, no, no, no worries, no worries. I was, not only was I mortified, I was humiliated. And it was all my pride because I didn't want her to see me being vulnerable. I didn't want her to know how dirty my floors were. But she knew with kids, it needed to be done. And y'all, I had a pretty big space to mop. And I just kept saying, no, I was just so full of pride. Oh, no, no, that's fine. We'll be fine. I'll get it. Now, again, I was had five kids and I was on crutches and I had to cast to my thigh. And she just stopped me right there. And she goes, Kathy, you are robbing me of a blessing. I feel that the Lord told me to come and help you. And that was a specific thing that I can do. You're being selfish, actually, because you're robbing me of a blessing. I want to do this. Please let me help. And you guys, you know what? She was right. I was just prideful and selfish and didn't want to admit that I needed help. And that would be my third point for you today is please stop being the martyr. Ask for help. Accept help when it's offered and get over feelings that people are judging you. Just move beyond that. Accept the help and know that there's going to come a time and a season when you're the one that's going to be able to help others, that you're going to be able to offer. All right. So stop being a martyr. Number four, stop procrastinating and put your systems to work. Now, doesn't that sound Pollyanna? I love it when I'm being practical. Okay, when I say put your systems to work, I mean your maids, your washer, your dryer. Let those maids work for you on a daily basis. Do not just go buy more underwear. Do not just go buy more t-shirts. Do not just keep letting it pile up and, oh, I'll do all of the laundry on Saturday and it takes an entire day for you to get your laundry done. Use your maids and your systems consistently. Do one or two loads every day rather than waiting for one day. Because what happens is, is when we have these long to-do lists, it backs up in our brain. Our brain does not forget. And so it's like having this monkey on your back. And that adds to our exhaustion because we know we have all these things we need to do and we're just not getting to them. And then that feeling of failure and not being good enough and not being able, that compounds. Now, when you add in sickness or disruptive or unruly kids or an accident or something that's happened, other situations of life that keep piling on, then that list in the back of your mind, it's, it's sitting there and it's bubbling and it's ready to bubble over. So just stop procrastinating. Take your lists, do your brain dump, and just divide it up so that you're doing small incremental portions on a daily basis. Also, go binge listen to all of the productivity hacks that all of those podcasts that I've done, like 41 or 26, listen to those. Do your time savers. Plan for success the night before. Do a 15-minute Pomodera. Organize a drawer. Whatever it is that you need to do to make small, incremental successes, that compound effect is amazing. So stop procrastinating and put your systems to work. Number five is acknowledging and knowing that this time will not last forever. Acknowledge the fact that you are in a particular season in life. And sometimes those life seasons feel like a wave knocking you over that you're going to go under for the fourth time or the fifth time. And then you get, finally, you get up to shore and you think you've got a little relief and you stumble to your feet and boom, you get hit again. The days are long, but the years are short. I can promise you that and promise you that. And sometimes just acknowledging that, admitting it, and accepting it, saying it out loud helps a lot. 
knowing that it's a season and it will pass. It gives you hope for the future. And then is let your needs be known. And this is where maybe people aren't offering to help you, but you're asking for help. You're going to humbly ask for help. And I'm the worst for that. I, I know that I need help when I start to lose things or I misplace things or I don't have time for my husband or I'm getting angry and flying off the handle at the least little bit. I've allowed my stress... I haven't handled my stress. I've allowed the stress to just pile up. And so I am a powder keg, just biting everybody's head head off. I know you're probably never like that, but just feeling like the world is on my shoulders and it's all up to me. I have to do it all. Nobody else can help me. And just let me tell you there, mm -mm, that is not true. They can if you have the humility to let them. And I'll encourage you here, if I can be an encouragement, is evaluate what's really important. What is it that you're doing? And here I mentioned the brain dump just a second ago, but do a good brain dump. Get it out. Write it down. What are all 500 things you need to do? You'll find out it's really probably not 500, probably more like 10 or 15, but get it down. Write it out and pray over it. Ask the Lord for wisdom. He tells us in James, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord who gives generously to all without reproach. So ask the Lord for wisdom, discernment. What on this list has to be done? What can be put off? And what do I not need to be bothering with anyway? What is not my job? It is not my situation. Pray over the whole mess. Pray over your impossibilities. And then listen. Wait for the the guidance from the Lord. I just heard a great podcast from a gal that I have a lot of admiration for. And she unexpectedly lost her stepfather. And she had a quote there. And it's Tanya Eliza. But she had a quote that just struck me. And it says, you know, I can make money anytime. Or translated, you can make time for your business anytime. Or you can do all these other things any time. But family can't be put off. Do the things and take care of what's most important. What matters most? Take care of those things. Treat your family better than you treat guests. Be a blessing to others. Take time for yourself and for your family. Pull away from things. You don't have to be on every committee at church or work. Rest because even Jesus rested and he commands it for us. You know what? I just want to encourage you to, you're doing a great job. Don't let the lies of the enemy, guilt, shame, and not enoughness, feelings of being less than, come knocking. When they do, do not open the door. Leave it shut. Run to your father who knows all of your needs before you ever ask. Run to the Lord. He's a strong tower. Take time for yourself. Breathe. Have that glass of water and rest. And when you get that true rest and you refuel your jetpacks and you're ready to go, then you can do anything because you're amazing. You're a great mom and you're doing the do. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you cannot help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, it's Kathy. Take care. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at, at Kathy.
Kathy Lanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Thank you.